Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Tuesday, January 17th. It is five minutes after 11. He's Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and this is 93 WIBC. So a prominent national conservative organization called Club for Growth is hoping to keep two-term Indiana governor and former Purdue University president Mitch Daniels out of the new race for U.S. Senate. And to do so, they have released a new blistering TV ad, and it's set to hit... All across the state. Now, we played this mm-hmm. last week, Club for Growth. And look, it is very clear. So Jim Banks uh, came out, announced, finally what everybody knew. He's running for U.S. Senate. Mm-hmm. He is, as he told Tony today, very happy to campaign on voting for Kevin McCarthy 15 times. And the cool thing about uh, this is for the next, well, let's see, the election's in May of next year. Primaries in uh, May of next year. We're in January of this year. So for the next... 16 months uh, because Jim doubled down, quadrupled down this morning with Tony. By the way, now let's do that before we do that. Let's let's play the clip. Do we have Kevin the clip of Jim Banks saying how proud he was to vote for Kevin McCarthy and what a great guy Kevin McCarthy is because he came on with Tony and Tony mm-hmm. to his credit asked him the question yeah. because well, somebody's been pointing it out that he voted 15 <laughs> straight times for yes. Kevin McCarthy and do we, do we have it, Kevin? Okay, here is Jim Banks' response to that question. You voted for Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House from the beginning. Even when your name was brought up as a potential speaker, you kept voting for Kevin McCarthy. If the fight is against going along to get along, how do you explain a vote for a guy who was seen by many as a go-along-to-get-along kind of person? Well, I, first of all, I don't. I don't think that uh, he is that type of person. And the the, the rules that came out of last week uh, that empowers rank and file members takes ma- makes the Speaker of the House less powerful. Rank and file members uh, giving them more power. That's good and healthy for the institution, especially when we're talking about fighting back against the radical left agenda. So that came out of last week. Kevin McCarthy made a lot of those agreements to the rules packages even before we started voting uh, for speaker. Kevin McCarthy didn't do crap that meant nothing until those 20 people held out. And Jim Banks was not one of those 20 people. Jim Banks was just fine to sign on with Kevin McCarthy as status quo after, this is what a non-fighter Jim Banks is, like a week before Kevin McCarthy conspired to keep him from getting a leadership position. But at the end of the day, no matter what they jibber jabber out of their gums, all these people for the most part are exactly the same. And Jim Banks knew where his bread was buttered and he didn't want to cross King Kevin. So he got down on bended knee and kissed the ring finger. So Jim Banks is going to own everything that is Kevin McCarthy. And if Kevin McCarthy, no matter what he does this week or next week, you know, He's going to screw those the, the American people. He's going to screw conservatives because that's what the establishment wing of the Republican Party does. And he'll probably start as soon as Thursday on the debt ceiling. So he's already getting endorsements 
from other people. The Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton endorsed him, saying he was pleased that Jim is running for Senate. I've endorsed him already. I've been urging him to run for the race. Isn't it interesting? Mike Braun is stepping down from the position because he's saying he can't get anything done for Indiana yes, that's correct. in the Senate. So he he wants to run for governor. Right. And now you have someone who's in the House of Representatives saying, I can't get enough done there. I got to go to the Senate to get stuff done for people in Indiana. After he just got rejected by his colleagues mm-hmm. for leadership. So right. so like three weeks ago, this guy was so in on the House banks that he's running for leadership in the House. But then because he doesn't win, and I asked you this question earlier, and you gave the correct answer, but I'll ask it to you again. Maybe you've changed your mind. <laughs> Had Jim Banks been elected House whip, Republican mm-hmm. whip, right. would he be running for U.S. Senate right now? I would think no. Correct. Yeah. He wants the job because the power isn't there in the other job, which makes him no different than anyone else. Now, what I think is hilarious about all of this is how big, tough guy Jim Banks and his people are totally petrified of Mitch Daniels. Like they are- Well, they've seen the research. Yeah, they know reality. They know Jim Banks is an empty suit with no track record and no real accomplishments whatsoever. He speaks good. He's good on TV, but he is Mike Pence. He is 20 years later, Mike Pence. Same dude, same thing. Great speeches, great on TV, says all the right stuff, nothing in terms of accomplishments. And they are petrified, petrified of Mitch Daniels. (laughs) Now, Mitch, Mitch, if you're people, you, I know somebody's listening. You have to get in this race. You have to get in this race because the only way, and you're laughing, but I'm being serious. I know why you want him to get in the race. Because as we saw with Duke of Spendingburg, when there are are no challengers Mm -hmm. or or joke challengers, and it's so hard to get on the ballot for Senate that, that you can't really be a joke challenger. If there are no challengers... The people skate through the primary. They're not held accountable for anything. And the only way to hold Jim Banks accountable for what Kevin McCarthy is going to do to this country, because it's what the Republicans always do to this country, is to have a viable challenger to call Jim Banks out on it. And Mitch Daniels is the guy to do it. Now, Mitch Daniels has got a whole bunch of issues himself that I'd love to talk about for the next 14 months. But he, we need Mitch Daniels. I need Mitch Daniels, Casey, mm-hmm. to get in this race. And I think it is hilarious how petrified the Banks people are. Big, tough military guy, Jim Banks, totally petrified of Mitch Daniels. A 73-year-old dude, and Jim Banks and his buddies are quaking in their boots over Mitch Daniels. Okay, so they sent out that tweet for all of those wondering if Mitch Daniels is going to run for the Senate. Obviously, he's not. One thing I've always admired about him is he keeps his word. Surely not just another politician, is he? So this that is the tweet that came from David Keller, who on his Twitter bio lists himself as the chief of staff for Jim Banks. Mm-hmm. So might as well have just been Jim Banks sending it out. Now, what they're referencing is, and we're going to play you this video here in a second, when Mitch Daniels ran for governor the second time, mm-hmm. he said this is the, something the last think, office he's running yeah, for. Th- th- this is it. And I think it's hilarious that this David Keller is leading you to believe that Jim Banks, who is now running for his third office in, uh, let's see, 14 was state Senate, 16 was Congress. So for his third office in nine years, that Mitch Daniels, who hasn't run for any office in 15 years, would be just another politician. But the guy who's run for fewer offices, and it's been more years since he ran for anything, 
it would be a politician and the guy who's running for his third office in nine years would not be a I mean, it, the whole thing is just utterly hilarious how petrified the bank's people are of Mitch Daniels. And it's kind of sad, really. I mean, they're like begging him not to run. Well, they've seen the Bellwether research poll where it said that Daniels would win with 32% and then Banks comes in at 10%. Uh, let's play the ad here. This is from 2008. This is what this David Keller guy mm-hmm. is hanging his hat on 15 years ago, an ad for Mitch Daniels when he was running for re-election. Whatever your outlook on politics, here's some good news. This is the last time you'll have to watch me in an ad like this. See, governor's the only office I've run for or ever will. I have no ambition except the one we started with, to tackle Indiana's problems head on and leave a better place to our kids and theirs. We'd like to devote four more years of hard work to strengthening education, putting a permanent lid on property taxes, recruiting new jobs, and making college affordable for all. Rehire us, and we will. Isn't it something that they're already beating up on a guy who hasn't even announced he's running? Well, because they know he's he would very likely win, and they mm-hmm. know they. Here's the thing they know about Mitch Daniels. And look, as I said, I would have a blast spending 16 months talking about the voting record of Mitch Daniels. I think that'd be awesome. I think it'd be great for us to finally correct some of the Paul Bunyan narratives that are out there. Here's the thing that I can also tell you about Mitch Daniels and his people: they are killers, they are sharks, they are professional. They'll have unlimited funds behind them, and they would beat Jim Banks and his people into the dust because they are not the not ready for primetime players compared to the operate. I'm talking from a sheer operations mm-hmm. and manpower perspective. Mitch Daniels would step in with an overwhelming advantage, and Mitch Daniels would be a phenomenal candidate. I'm saying as a candidate that you put in ads, that you put out in front of people, that goes and meets people. Again, I'm not talking about his record as governor, which I think would be great to talk about. I'm talking about Mitch Daniels as a candidate. And these guys know the David Kellers and the Jim Banks. Mm -hmm. They know Mm -hmm. how hard it would be to beat up on Mitch Daniels. And because Jim Banks, who has clearly shown that he is just another politician, based on the fact that just three or four weeks ago, he wanted to be a leader in the House. And then when he doesn't get that, he starts plotting to maneuver over to the Senate. He tried to act like, well, Mike Braun made this decision in December. Everybody and their brother knew months and months ago, Mike Braun was running for governor. Mm -hmm. Abdul and I talked about it over the summer that this was going on. The only reason you're running for Senate, Jim Banks, is because you didn't get leadership in the House. You are a politician. You're mad that somebody might interfere in that because now if you don't get that, you're going to be in the unemployment line. I get it. It's survival. But you don't get to, at least from nine to noon here, we don't let you get away with that. Okay. So David McIntosh, he is the president of Club for Growth Action. They're the people that are running the the hit spot against Daniels, sure. right? Okay. And he now, said- now, now remember, McIntosh, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, McIntosh ran for governor of Indiana in 2000 and lost. Uh, then Daniels, when Daniels, because then Daniels ran in 2004, Daniels sort of used the failure of that campaign mm-hmm. as saying, we're going to be different and better than that guy, and we're not going to make the same mistakes they did. So they've had a long-standing grudge 
against Mitch Daniels. Well, and that's when he said he wasn't going to do the negative attack ads. Right. Mitch Daniels, he's above that. And this David McIntosh says that Daniels' brand of Republicanism is out of date. And Hoosiers need new leadership to tackle the problems that Mitch and other moderates created over 50 years ago. Okay, so they're saying that he can't he can't hang anymore. Yeah. Here's the thing, Casey. You tell but, me. You tell me if I'm being terrible by this. I would say right now, Rob. If, if you said, Rob, where are you? I think I would say I'm Team Daniels mm-hmm. because I know what Daniels is. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be surprised by what Mitch Daniels is. Mitch Daniels isn't going to lie to me. To you, Jim Banks hasn't proven himself enough. He's a liar. Okay. He told me he was better. He told me he was different. And then when the when he had the opportunity to be to be better and different when it mattered, mm-hmm. it's easy to vote against things if you know they're going to pass. It's mm-hmm. easy to be in the minority when no, you can't affect change. It's exactly what the Republicans are doing now in the House. They're voting for all these things that aren't going to pass. Going look at what we did. You didn't do anything. Let's see what you do in the debt ceiling comes, which is they're going to do nothing of significance. Same thing with Jim Banks. Jim Banks lied to me and lied to the people of Indiana about what he was. And he doubled down on it with Tony. So he can't say, well, you know, I had a change of heart, blah, blah, blah. He's all in the Kevin McCarthy camp. And if you will do that, then you will do it to me when you get to Washington. And the only difference is the ring finger you're kissing will not be Kevin McCarthy's. It will be Mitch McConnell's. At least Mitch Daniels will be honest enough to tell me what what he is. So until Jim Banks is ready to do some mea culpa on Kevin McCarthy, (laughs) I think I'm Team Daniels right now. Okay, well, you know, and I'm wondering because they keep saying this is a brand of, uh, you know, conservatism that's from 50 years ago. I'm wondering if Mitch Daniels would have a different perspective after being at Purdue. I'm not saying Purdue is producing a woke culture. That's not what I'm saying. But he has been around Gen Z for the past decade. So on some level, Mitch Daniels has been able to connect to the youngest voting bloc which is a large demographic of voters. And I'm not talking about the person who's going to go in and just blindly vote for Daniels because he was the president of Purdue and they're a Purdue alum. And that's the name they know. He has somehow proven that he can connect to that younger demographic. And will he be able to use that to his advantage? Yeah, we, we need this. I need this. Casey needs this. Mitch. Mitch, <laughs> we need... We, we're not going to say we're going to love you forever, and we're not even saying we're going to love you seven seconds after you announce. I love you for now. But, but we, will, <laughs> we will love you for now. Love Please, for now. the state would be, and our show will be so much better okay, if you get and we have to get to Okay, uh, we have to get to a break, but one last question I want to throw out, and you can ponder that. Yes. Where does this leave Victoria Sparks? Yeah, okay, we'll answer that when we come back. Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah. 18 after 11, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.